innovate. Kizzy's Friday Game Changers, taking your business to the next level. Hi, this is Louise Findlay-Wilson from Energy PR and the advice I'd give to game-changing entrepreneurs would be around the subject of managing stress. Uh, stress inevitably comes if you're running a business and if you're running something that's going to be a real market disruptor, you're going to have more than your fair share of worries along the way. Uh, but the secret to handling it, in my experience, having founded a couple of businesses, is that you need to learn to compartmentalize the stress and the worry. If something's a major worry to you, you have got to learn to be able to forget about it once you get home. And the secret to doing that is that you very simply work out the absolute worst case scenario um, of any particular problem or worry. What's the absolute worst thing that can happen? You work out how you would deal with that worst case scenario. And once you're satisfied that you know how to deal with the very worst case scenario, you can completely park the worry. You don't need to think about it anymore and you vow to yourself you're not going to. You met mentally put it away in a filing cabinet, you file away that worry because you know you've got it sorted. If it happens, if the worst thing, worst comes to the worst and the worst thing happens, you know that you know how to deal with it. So you do not need to worry about it anymore. So that's my top tip. Hope you guys find it helpful. Coming up on this week's Kizzy's Friday Game Changers. You know, when we change the way we think, we change the way we feel. When we change the way we feel, we change the way we act. And when we change the way we act, we change the way we think again. From the Business Game Changer Studios, welcome to Kizzy's Friday Game Changers with your host, Kizzy Nkwacha. Kizzy is a publisher of Business Game Changer magazine, editor of the successful Woman in Business book series and the best-selling Every Entrepreneur's Guide series. Every week, Kizzy and his guests provide you with the tools you need to take your game-changing business to the next level. Now meet your host, your mentor and your fellow game changer, Kizzy Nkwacha. Hello and welcome to Kizzy's Friday Game Changers. I'm Kizzy Nkwacha and you, you're in for a treat. In this week's show, we're going to be talking about how to get crystal clear on what you want from your life, your business and your career. We're going to be shining a spotlight on how to overcome negative belief systems and we're going to be exploring how you can find the strength, courage and freedom to create the life you really want on your terms. I told you it's going to be good. Take the phone off the hook, lock the door and put your feet up. This show could just change your life. This is Kizzy's Friday Game Changers. Listen, learn, and innovate. I'm Kate Bell, founder of Zip Us In, and I love listening to Kizzy's Friday Game Changers. Thanks for joining us. My next guest is someone who specializes in helping people like you and me realize their full potential. She's a master in setting wheels in motion, which eventually leads to expanded perspective, a greater sense of identity, and limitless potential. I'm talking to Kate Farrell, a transformation coach at Catalyst for Life. Hey, Kate, thanks so much for joining us. Hi there, Kizzy. Thank you. It's great to be here. First of all, what is a transformation coach? A transformation coach, I, I work with people to really um, work with them holistically to change um, 
their perspective on life, to really dig into the, the truth of who they are. Um, I help them to really see their strengths, their potential and bring that to fore so that they can create a life that they love, a business that creates and provides that life that they love um, and really live life on their own terms. That all sounds really, really noble, but I'm looking at your CV, Kate. I mean, you've had senior roles in HR, training, systems implementations and client management. This sounds like a great CV. And I bet if you'd kept your head down and kept doing what you were doing, you could have retired at 60 or 65, got a gold watch and learned how to play croquet. Why would you jeopardize all of that? Why did you change? <laughs> well, it, there were a number of reasons, to be honest. And yeah, I, I do think I'm a bit of a, um, a, a strange person in, in that mix of being able to be very logical, have, you know, lead businesses and uh, and as you say probably would have had a very good corporate career um certainly was already having one but um for me it's more about living your passion and I got to the point where I wasn't really feeling fulfilled in what I was doing I was doing what I was doing really well but I knew I could do so much more um and it was an experience I had when um going through the birth of my son and realized and I was still employed at this time um working for you know on a great big project with the NHS um, and going through labour that lasted all day and a night. <laughs> um, I didn't have any pain relief. That was a conscious decision I'd made. Um, but I didn't really know what else I was doing. I just um, took myself off mentally, was on a beach, having a lovely time, feeling the sun on my body, hearing the waves and just letting my body do what it knew how to do best. And it was really only after that happened and talking with um, some other people that I realized actually not everyone does that, even though we all have that ability. It's a form of self-hypnosis and I've naturally done it all my life. And I wanted to explore how I could help other people really tap into this strength and this power and, and use it for themselves. Um, something that's always been through a sort of a seam all the way through my um corporate life was was actually helping people make improvements it was helping them to um use their strengths use the best of their abilities i'd always been fascinated by what makes people tick and what makes one person seem to have a very easy life things always go their way and the next person you know seem to struggle with everything that they try and so i decided to um that's where my passion lay in helping other people really tap into this energy and this power and, and use it for them for themselves um and who knows i may be retiring at um 55 rather than 60 <laughs> with oh, more than a gold watch <laughs> you've got at least 30 years to go before you get even close to 55 <laughs> i've seen your picture i've seen your picture so, so are you saying that us, us business people we suffer from this idea of not believing in ourselves as well absolutely we all we all have our our things we all have limiting beliefs um that we you know we inherit through through childhood as we're growing up we we listen to those people of in authority around us so our parents guardians teachers um and research shows that by the age of seven we've pretty much got our personalities nailed down um and and with that comes this sense of knowing who we are subconsciously but but that's generally, as I say, inherited from other people. So if we've grown up hearing that, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, that you have to work hard to make a living, that you, um, you know, success doesn't come easily, that's for other people. 
then on a subconscious level, that's what we start to believe. And, um, you know, for instance, if you've grown up in a very male-dominated um, family or environment, you might start thinking that, believing that actually girls aren't as good as boys. Um, and, and so all of these beliefs that we start to build up, they become our framework that underpin everything we do going forward. And, you know, it's, there's lots of research to show that um, mainly females, but definitely men as well, have what's called imposter syndrome. So this fear that somebody's going to find out we're not as good as we actually say we are or that our CV says we are, even though we've got all the evidence to prove it, that, you know, the, the experience with companies, the, the qualifications, um, we still have this inherent belief, not, not everybody, but that we're just not good enough or that someone else is going to um, beat us to it, is going to find us out. And so it's only when we um, start to maybe notice patterns of things that aren't going well for us. Maybe you've, you're having the same problems in relationships or you're constantly um, missing opportunities at work, not going for them or going for them and missing out for some reason. And when we start to dig into this, very often there's one or two common threads, common sort of patterns of belief that are actually preventing us um, from succeeding. And, you know, it's, it's our biggest ally, but can also be our biggest foe, what's between our two ears. It's, you know, how we, how we think really affects how we feel, how we behave, the emotions that we feel. Um, and those in turn affect the actions that we take. So if, if on the face of things we're saying, yes, I can do this job, yes, I can, you know, do X, Y, and Z, but underneath where all of our learned patterns and um, thoughts are stored in our subconscious, if underneath that the pattern is actually, mm, I'm really not worthy of this, I'm not good enough, um, someone's going to find me out, that is actually what influences um, how well we, we do or not and whether we do take those opportunities or not and whether we self-sabotage. So, um, so I actually help people understand and tap into what are our, what's my pattern, what am I doing, how am I getting in my own way, and how can I change that? Because even though our personality and all of those behaviours may have been created and formed by age seven, that they're not set in stone. As long as we are aware of them, and make concerted efforts to actually change them, we can. We can change our thoughts. Our thoughts become things. You know, when we change the way we think, we change the way we feel. When we change the way we feel, we change the way we act. And when we change the way we act, we change the way we think again. So we can change a negative spiral into a positive one. As you're talking, you can hear me laughing because you sound like me but with a higher voice because that's exactly <laughs> exactly what I, I've, I've got chills going up my arm now as you're talking. So I'm thinking, my God, that's exactly what I would say because I, I remember um, a couple of years ago when I was a publicist, I, was a, I did PR for sort of C-list, B-list celebrities. And um, I'd been a publicist for about a year, literally 12 months. And suddenly I found myself doing documentaries I did this um, discussion show on the BBC with um, senior politicians and um, thought leaders. And I remember sitting in this room with all the cameras and, uh, and the, the, the presenter walking up and down. And I was looking around thinking, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> Someone's going to find out about me <laughs> if, I, if I'm not really... Ca so it's not just me then, is it? 
absolutely not no and the amount of people who, who say that it's I mean it's scary really and it's such a shame but um you know people are just going around w- waiting to be tapped on the shoulder you know say uh, excuse me you know I don't know how you got in but your name's really not down on this list you know please leave <laughs> yeah yeah that's it I, or constantly I, I think I don't think that ever goes away but unless unless you can really find a way of mastering that that voice in your head how do you tell yourself to shut up and let you get on with what you want to do yeah it is it is possible absolutely and it's about recognizing that's the first step you've got to have that awareness of what's going on because you know, our, our train of thought is literally that. We're having thousands upon thousands of thoughts day in, day out. And a large percentage of those thoughts are the same ones we had yesterday and the same ones we had the day before because our brain works on, um, on patterns. So for, our, for us to be able to stay safe and secure, uh, we have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. And a conscious mind is always looking out for danger. Whereas... Our subconscious mind is is like our storage on our um, sort of the hard drive of a PC. It's where we, every time we do something, every time we learn something new, it gets stored as a process that we can then just tap into and use on autopilot without our conscious mind having to think about it, which is fantastic. So, you know, for learning new skills, if you think about when you learn how to drive a car or to ride a bike, what starts off as a very conscious effort becomes very easy once you've practiced it a few times because your your mind has recognized that pattern and stored it to be repeated as and when you need to but that also means it can work against us because if we store a pattern consciously or subconsciously that's negative that's not useful to us it still happens whether we want it to or not it's still running on autopilot so what we have to do is just step back and reflect on, okay, what's working well for me? What isn't working well? And how can we make changes? So you need to start to listen to those thoughts that are going through your mind and thinking, is that useful to me? Is that going to help me do what I want to do? Is that going to give me the confidence I need to run this next meeting, to stand up and present on stage, to go for that promotion? Um, and, And actually start to change those thoughts. So as soon as we recognize the thought, change it for a more productive one, a more helpful one. And the more times we do that and practice that, then that new thought, which becomes a new belief, that gets embedded in the subconscious instead. So absolutely, in answer to your question, we can make changes. We can become the confident, um, you know, full of self-esteem person that we want to be. We just have to make the conscious effort. I was going to say that if I was going to summarize what you just what you just shared with us, it sounds like what you're saying is that the key to this is is communication, how you communicate with yourself, not just with other people. Because if you communicate with yourself and you ask good questions and you assure yourself that you can do the things that you want to do, then you've got a better chance of achieving your goals. Then I guess absolutely believe to achieve (laughs) you know you just listen to the thoughts and change them if if they're not working for you change them and and your experience are you working with corporates or is it mainly just uh, solo entrepreneurs um it's mainly solo entrepreneurs and smes um and and individuals so i started out when i left um corporate world i became a hypnotherapist um so it's hypnotherapy combined with cognitive behavioural therapy, 
because that's how I understood or came to understand how the brain works. Um, and, and actually what I loved was once I'd helped somebody overcome something that was holding them back. So the lack of confidence or esteem, um, you know, anxiety about stepping up and speaking in front of a team meeting. Um, that's when I decided and realized what I loved was helping them overcome those hurdles and barriers and then use them to their advantage. Um, I mean, one client who put it just so beautifully, and I still remember it to this day, and still get goosebumps when I when I do think of it, said to me, what, what I'd done was like, I'd given her a set of wings, and now she just needed help with where to fly. And I literally, even now, all my hairs are standing up on my arms, because that just blows me away every time I think about it. And that's really what, what I love doing. It's helping people grow those their wings again, find the strength, find their potential, and then use it. And so I help them to really manage what's going on in their, in their mind, manage their, their energy, their own strength, and then apply it to their, to their business typically. So I work with, you know, as you say, solo traders, entrepreneurs, small and medium-sized businesses, um, and help whether it's just the business owner or their teams, their um, leadership teams, to, to really apply that same um, logic, that's, that same principle to, to everything that they do. To, and then you, then you see everything flourish. You know, it's like the Midas touch. Once you can understand and control your, your mind and your energy, everything that you're involved with changes for the better. You know, your life, your business, your career, your relationships, everything is able to thrive. Wow, just listening to you talk, Kate, I, I'm feeling inspired already and I think I can feel my wings uh, <laughs> developing <laughs> slowly, but I think they're developing. Um, let's, let's just hold that thought because I think this is a good time to take a quick break. Let's stick the kettle on, uh, put our feet up and listen to some music. This week's boss star is Dan Summers, CEO of AI text analytics specialist Warwick Analytics. Dan's also a managing partner at Boundary Capital and a serial entrepreneur. Here's Dan singing, Oh, do mein Hoder Obenstern, which, if I've got my translation right, should be, Oh, thou my evening star. It's from Tannhauser, an 1845 opera by Richard Wagner. Listen to this. Oh 
Andy Cracknell, Digital Awareness Game Changer Strategist at the GC Index, and I've been a game changer for 14,600 days. That's why I listen to Kizzy's Friday Game Changers. Kizzy's Friday Game Changers, taking your business to the next level. Welcome back. I'm talking to Kate Farrell, the transformation coach at Catalyst for Life. Now, just before the music break, we were talking about this idea of you empowering business owners to really realize their potential and live life according to what they want to do. I'm just, I'm just wondering how easy is that in the real world? Because for most of us, we find ourselves living, what did you say, was according to subconscious patterns that we're often not really aware of. So I guess what you're saying is that the first the first step is to identify those subconscious patterns and to question them. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or even, you know, just to identify where things aren't going as well as you'd hoped they would or you expected them to. And, and then we start sort of working from there backwards and looking at the patterns that have maybe led, led to those obstacles. Um, because most, most people, me included, you know, we, we don't know what's going on inside for us. We don't know um, the things that are working or not working for us because they're automatic, because they're us. So we don't kind of um, um, objectively question them. And so the skill of a, a coach is to actually listen to, to everything somebody says and, and what they do, and then really to dig into that and question where that's coming from. So we don't necessarily need to know what initiated it you know something that happened in childhood or whatever it might be but it's just understanding what's going on right now what are the thoughts you know when you think about um talking to a prospective client you know really going out there and and going after somebody you would love to work with what internal messages are you saying to yourself is it fantastic let's do it we've got this or is it that but maybe followed up with but do we really why would they want to talk to me? What have I got that they might be interested in? And it's those kind of um, the negative thoughts 
that we then need to pick apart. I think, well, where's that coming from? Do we believe it? Let's break it down and see where's the evidence for that or against it. And then helping them to make that a, a sort of a logical switch initially, but then start to build up. Okay, so let's change that record that's playing in your mind. Let's change those thoughts. Because if on a logical level, you believe you can do it, all the evidence is there, you want it, let's make it happen. And so we start to then build up a new pattern of thoughts and behaviours that then inspire and build up that sort of um, confidence muscle, if you like, and change the, the inner dialogue. And, and it's a constant process because, um, as I said, there are thousands and thousands of thoughts going on all the time in, in our minds. And it's about recognising them, questioning them, and changing them if, if need be. What are your thoughts on plan B, C and Ds? But by that, I mean, if you're going to try something or if you've got um, an objective in mind, it's very common for us to say to ourselves, um, I'm going to have a go at this, I'm going to do this. But if it doesn't work, I've always got a plan B or plan C or plan D. It's a bit like I'm going to start my own business, but in case it doesn't work, and I can always go back and get another job. I mean, is, is that a good idea to have a plan B, C, D as a backup plan? I think it's always good to fully look at all your options and explore what are the pros and cons for each one and then decide what it is you absolutely would love to happen. You know, what, what is your absolute plan A? And then have it, having that plan B, if things don't go to plan, because not everything is within our control or even influence. So, yes, it's good to have a plan B, but I don't know if you've heard of the... Um, of the quote, you know, where focus goes, energy flows. Yeah. So, you know, by then going all out and focusing on your plan A, absolutely, you know, heart, mind and spirit on plan A, you're, you're putting the energy out there that says, this is really what I want. I'm going to do everything to make this happen. Because if you've already explored it completely and decided, yeah, absolutely, that's going to give me everything that I want and understand why you want it as well. Um, because if, if we don't fully explore why we want something, we're, we're kind of set, we can potentially set ourselves up for failure because we're not to arming ourselves up with the tools that we'll need when things start coming in from left field, when things start to, you know, the obstacles appear. If we're not fully invested in plan A working, then those obstacles will will knock us off track and we won't have the we won't be fully invested to put the effort in to make sure it still works so it's it's good to have a plan b and know it's there for that security um but absolutely once you've decided what your plan a is everything has to go into plan a that makes perfect sense katie if um if somebody wants to get hold of you just to find out more about what you do um what if you've got a website or i don't know a facebook or something people can reach you through yeah, absolutely. Um, the website's probably the, you know, the best place to start with. Um, so that's thecatalystforlife.com. Um, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter. So um, Catalyst is what to look for. That's probably the easiest way of saying it. <laughs> okay, I've got it down. Thecatalystforlife.com or Facebook or LinkedIn or even Twitter. Katie, it's been inspirational speaking to you i i actually do feel that after i after just what 15 minutes of talking to you um it feels like 15 minutes of talking to you 
I can now achieve pretty much anything I set my mind to. And I think that's all down to you. So thank you very much. Oh, that's fantastic. And absolutely, you can. <laughs> Thanks, Kizzy. Brilliant. <laughs> I guess the big lesson I've learned from my conversation with Katie is that the story we tell ourselves about ourselves plays a huge role in determining what we think we're capable of. If we truly believe that we're meant for greater things, we'll hold ourselves to a higher standard. We'll expect more from ourselves and we'll be more generous and giving to the people around us. A very wise man, Confucius, said, the man who says he can and the one who says he can't are both right. It's your decision, your call. Choose wisely. See you next week. <laughs>